This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Aiden Akar. He's the founder and he's the co-founder and CEO of a company called Influencer, the leading product discovery and reviews platform. He was recently recognized by Entrepreneur as one of the 25 inspiring entrepreneurs under 40 who are creating the next big thing. Aiden, are you ready to take us to the top? Yep, I'm ready. All Let's right. Go. Tell us about this next big thing. What's the company doing? How do you make money? Uh, we are the largest product review platform outside of Amazon at the moment. Uh, we started in back in 2010 uh, with the goals of transforming market research. I was working at a large market research company where market research was inefficient, very expensive, and my business partner was working at a sampling event uh, agency, marketing services company. And that was also an almost like a backward um, you know, industry where people needed more information about the products that they were seeding. Um, so we came together and we said, why don't we combine the two industries and like build a platform where we, we can target users for sampling purposes, uh, seed products to them, uh, and then collect a lot of information and then see what brands will say. Uh, that was the goal back in 2010, but things have changed. Um, that was also the time when, um, you know, like the social media is becoming much bigger. Uh, we started seeding products for some of our clients and clients were very happy, uh, but they were not just happy about the, the insights that they were collecting. They were happy about all the buzz that was happening on social media every time we sent products. So the company and the, the product has started evolving from uh, being like a more market research panel to more of a social media buzz micro-influencer network and past few years a product review platform. Yeah, uh, We make money by connecting brands with the right type of consumers. We have around 4 million users at the moment. Uh, that, those are 4 million brands or 4 million kind of influencers and consumers? 4 million micro-influencer consumers. So we, what we define as micro-influencer is like anybody who has some say, how, some platform where they can share their voices. They have voices, they, they have opinions about products and we give them a platform to talk about these And products. how do you make money? Are these brands paying a flat fee or is it campaign driven or what? It's mostly campaign driven. Um, so they come to us every time, you know, they have a, especially when they have a product launch, they come to us, they want people to talk about their products. They want people um, to write reviews. Um, you know, they want to generate buzz and they still, they still want to collect a lot of um, insights from these, um, you know, people um, before they go to the market fully. Um, so that is, you know, mostly campaign driven that way. Uh, we work with, probably the largest CPG firms um, 
in the country. Um, you know, anyone from Procter & Gamble, Unilever, Estee Lauder, L'Oreal, Cody, you so, name So how many logos will you have worked with over the past 12 months and how many campaigns did those guys run all together, would you say? It's actually funny you ask because we're just sending our, um, you know, holiday card to our, cl- our clients and that, that, that information is there. Uh, we have around 200 campaigns, um, you know, over 150 logos. Uh, we sent over 2 million products in the past 12 months. Wow. Uh, we generated billions of impressions for these clients. And most of the clients are actually repeat clients. They're very happy with the results and they come back and they do more stuff. Well, so yeah, I was just going to ask that. How do you create revenue predictability when this is not a pure play SaaS model? It's campaign driven. I mean, how do you plan things like hiring, marketing, spend, et cetera? That's a good question. Actually, we have some products that we're launching uh, with more like a SaaS kind of product. Um, because like I said, we have the largest product reviews outside of Amazon. So we have around 21 million product reviews on our site. So some of the brands are coming to us and say, okay, how do we get access to these people? How do we get access to these reviews? I want these reviews to live on my side. I want to syndicate those reviews. So we recently, six months ago, launched a SaaS product where you know, it's basically brands subscribe to get those reviews on their side so they get syndicated to other retailers and so on and so forth. So that is only one new product we do. The other product is basically... Um, I mean, I think you make a good point about like campaign-based revenue. The way we define it is not necessarily recurring revenue, it's reoccurring revenue uh, because most of our clients are coming back. Um, You know, when you look at like the relationship with L'Oreal, what they were spending last year was um, basically half of what they spent this year and the year before they just started the relationship. And I would say now we're talking about, um, you know, very healthy seven digit relationship. Yeah, I was going to say, so these brands on average, what are they paying you per year or per campaign, whatever you track? I mean, are, are they all seven figure relationships? No, I would say a typical contract size is uh, anywhere between 80 to $150,000. Annually? Uh, annual, but they're, they're not annual. They're like more like campaign basis, but a lot of clients like L'Oreal, they're very smart. They come and they say, you know, we would like to be an annual kind of contract where the savings can be significant for the brand. Uh, So we do those kind of things. And those relationships are seven figures. And obviously not many brands can have that kind of, um, you know, flexibility or. In terms of size, that's helpful for us to understand your business, right? So with 150 logos on the low side paying 80 grand a year, it's fair to say you guys are north of 12 million in revenue now annually, correct? Yes, we're in the middle of the year at the moment. Um, our, our year end is actually um, June, you know, March to March thirty first. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so we're like we just finished eight eight month. Uh, so we have four more months to go, two thirds of the year. Um, and I would say currently we are at twelve million dollars in bookings and around ten eleven million dollars in revenue. So we're tracking to around seventeen eighteen million dollars in bookings to um, around fifteen sixty million dollar revenue. And what's the growth look like if you take that back? Oh, wait, sorry, hold on. You just said 17 million bookings on 50 million in revenue? 15 million. Because oh, 15, a- one five. One five. There's, there's some lag in recognizing revenue. Yep. Uh, so the way we do it is that, you know, we, we sign a contract and we run it maybe a month after, two months after that. But last year, our 
um, accrual basis revenue was around just over $10 million. And now we're going to around 15. Super healthy growth. Now, have you bootstrapped or raised capital? We bootstrapped initially first for four years. It was friends and family around all of our savings, all of that. Uh, we did a round series a late 2015 uh we did it with a strategic partner we did it with ebates um they're part of rakuten uh which is a very big player in our space uh so that was um the the series a that we were hoping and we are they had a very good relationship with them we, we really like them as so how much, how much did they put in they put eight million dollars okay um and we, uh, there is a lot of, um, you know, synergy between the two uh, companies. Uh, currently, it's going really well. We are happy with our partnership. What did and you guys, just so I can round that number out before I move on, what did you guys put in before the $8 million total? I would say there was uh, around 2012, 2013, some friends and family around, around like a million dollars. So nine total, you'd say? Total, I would say at most. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, that includes the money that we put ourselves. Yep. Okay. That's helpful to understand. And obviously, healthy growth rates. What about customer acquisition? What are you spending to acquire these big customers? I mean, it's all sales team. We have a very, um, you know, young and dynamic sales team. And some of them are, you know, especially when they're just hired, um, uh, they're just focusing on like outbound lead generation. Uh, we recently built, um, and this is very recent, just like past quarter, uh, we have a marketing team for inbound lead generation as well. Um, so the customer acquisition for that, I would say, but most of it is like, again, it's our members, people, brands come and see, uh, they, you know, whatever they search their products uh, on Google, uh, they come to our page because we have the largest amount of um, user-generated content out there. And then it leads a lot of inbound increase. Yeah, I get that. But like when you look at your team that's building the platform, I mean, you, you have to have some idea of, of either lifetime value or CAC. So you know how aggressive to be, right? What, what do you kind of, what numbers do you use to guide you? As far as like, um, you know, our, our sales, yeah, our marketing budget annually is at the moment at around half a million dollars. Okay. This is mostly B2B. We spend almost nothing for B2C again, because we acquire new members based on, it's reviews. all and people talk about, you know, products. Um, so, but that, that budget will continue to rise. And like I said, B2B marketing budget is a, is a very new budget. It's just something that we added this year. So when you spend 500 grand in a year, how many customers will you sign up on that spend typically? Uh, to be honest, we did not, we, we are in the process of making that ROI calculate. Ah. It's so difficult to attribute, you know, what causes what. Uh, because this is so new, uh, but I would like to have that. And this is something, uh, conversation I just had with my marketing director as well. What do you use? So it's okay if you don't know the numbers, that's fine. You're still experimenting, but like what, cause a lot of CEOs are in your exact shoes. They don't, the numbers are tricky to figure out, but what do you use at a guidepost? In other words, if your CAC is a dollar and the lifetime value is a million dollars, you should be more aggressive to win those customers. If it's lifetime value is equal to CAC, you're spending way too much. Like, how do you get, at least get a guess so you know how aggressive to be? I mean, at the moment, I, 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 I understand exactly what you're saying. Uh, it's very, again, it's very difficult because we're not spending enough to make like a big kind of uh, like big decisions based on that. I, I, when I look at it at the moment, we're like an experimental stage for us to see, you know, we recently started like 
spending money on like a lot of events, right? The goal is when you go to an event and, you know, when you exhibit, at least you have, um, you know, double digit leads that come from that. If you're spending, you're spending what, 20 grand to sponsor an event? Yeah. And if you're getting double digits from that and if you're converting maybe uh, half of that, that, that is that is a success as far as um, I look at that. But it's based on, again, we, we, we didn't try so many other things to know that this is good. Maybe we'll have better benchmarks when we try other uh, stuff to see you know, what works. Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you host all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar, back-to-back meetings. I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also, they make it very easy to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay, at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. Helps me so much. And by the way, Look, I like have so many meetings. I'm the best at meetings. Okay. I do them back to back. Very, very efficient. You guys know me. Many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen. Okay. So I use the tool. It's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin. I said, Gavin, he's the CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14 day trial. Isn't that great? I said, no, he's given us a 45 day free trial at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not going to stay up forever. So go get it now. NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. Let me shift away from, from CAC for a second. What do you assume these customers are worth to you over their life at a minimum? Um, at a minimum, since we work with like very large brands, we look at it as like, um, it, it's a little bit different again, as far as like the size of the company and what we should be making from that pie. So when you look at a company like Procter & Gamble and their marketing spend and how much they're spending, you look at that as like, this should be a certain $5 million business for us for this year. And if we need to, obviously, this is as a corporation, a brand, and when you look at brand, like it's, it's obviously different. Um, so it, again, it, it, is, it is very, very difficult. But yeah, I, would, I know you have cohorts, but like what's it? I mean, you know, your first year annual contract is around 80 grand on average, right? So I'm just trying to assume, like, are you, do you assume at least a two-month relationship? I mean, sorry, a two-year or three-year relationship? What is it? The ideal situation is at least three-year relationship. Got it. If you're not retaining them uh, for the long term, like you know, if they if a client is not coming back after one campaign, we dis- we decide we deem that as like a, a failure. Uh, but again, that that happens less than ten percent of the time. Yeah. Okay, good. So eighty thousand bucks kind of is the minimum spent on these accounts. You have much larger clients, three years. That's about one hundred eighty grand LTV, right? That, that's the worst case scenario. Yeah, but also like keep in mind the way we built this company is that we started, you know, sending these boxes and we we signed on clients for free. We gave them free free trial. They just we just said include your products in our box and we're not going to we're not going to charge you the initial trial. Um and now they are spending seven eight figure numbers, you know. Yeah. That's it's that is the that is this 
that is the recipe for our success. Yeah, so I mean, far. look, if that's your recipe, those are that's very quantifiable though. You have a cost per box, you know how many you have to send to see impact. Like, you know, it takes them three years to actually move from seeing all the reviews on your site to asking what the pricing is to close. I mean, that's a very predictable recipe. Exactly. And the other thing about us is that I think that is another um, reason, another secret for our success is that our revenue, you know, our marketing, like customer acquisition for members, our marketing budget for that is almost negative because we are making money by sending these boxes, which in turn brings us a lot of new members. So what our make what we make money from is actually making our p- platform much bigger. Yeah, no, so it makes you, sense. You don't have to spend any money on that. So it's, that's also like a soft, um, you know, consequence of these campaigns. It's not so we don't. So sometimes when we look for when we look at like really prestige brands. We give them really good deals because we know that's going to bring us a lot of new clients and new members. No, it makes it makes perfect sense. It's a really smartly built marketplace. Last question here before we wrap up. What's your team size? Currently, we have around 65 people. Okay, 65 folks. Good. And everyone based in New York? Uh, pretty much everyone. Uh, I would say around 50 of them are based in New York at the moment. Uh, we have an office in Toronto. We have some people there. We have some people in Chicago. And we have some engineers overseas. Very good. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Well, I, I really like um, Quick and Nimble from Adam Bryan. Um, you know, because like I am very, I I always wanted to create a, like a very result oriented culture. Uh, we can move things quickly. Um, I, and that was a very good book that I read when I was starting and I still like it. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I mean, being an immigrant, uh, I, I always like Andrew Carnegie uh, because it's it's a very, very similar story. I came here when I was 20 with very little. Um, and, you know, it's it's difficult, but you it makes you more ambitious. Number, like, number three, what's your favorite online tool, Aiden? Google Analytics. Um, you know, we, <laughs> I have to be on it at, at all times. You know, we grow around 10% month over month, our uh, traffic, uh, since our partnership with Google. And I just want to make sure that that is solid growth that's happening at all times. So I'm always on it. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I would say around seven, eight hours. Uh, I'm enjoying now because my fiance is um, expecting, we're expecting a baby. I I know it's not going to be eight hours a few months from now, but for for now, I'm enjoying the eight hours sleep that I'm getting. So you'll be married soon. Do you have any other kids already or no? Just the one on the way? No, just one on the way. All right. And uh, how old are you? I am 37. All right. Last question. Take us back 17 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, just don't worry so much. I, I, I worried so much in my 20s for like things that are like now seem super trivial. And if I go back, I would just, I, I would just not do that at all. Uh, because things always find a way uh, working out somehow. Like just don't worry about things. There you guys have it from Aiden. Don't worry so much. He launched his company many years ago, Influencer, helping brands connect with people, leaving great reviews on their products. Over 4 million influencers or somebody with a platform signed up, but he's also working with over 150 logos, running almost 200 campaigns annually. They've raised about 9 million bucks, doing about 12 million bucks in revenue each year, running many experiments right now around acquisition and lifetime value, but generally the numbers are working out great with this team of 65 based in New York City. Aiden, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you for having me.